This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Let's get it started in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Welcome into All Sports Talk for this. What is it? Tuesday, Tuesday it is. Dick Palmer's with me. Uh, it's kind of hard to keep up things in this day and time, I guess. In fact, the national championship game took place last night on a Monday night. I should know it's Tuesday. It is a cold Tuesday, Tim. It is a cold Tuesday for <laughs> sure. Uh, Dick Palmer, the old pro, is with me. Needs no introduction to be sure. Dick, uh, right now in the throes of the uh, women's basketball season, for Middle Tennessee, the voice of that, that uh, radio-wise, Dick, the, the the gals have had, well, everybody's had a very unusual season trying to keep up with when they get to play. They, they missed out on some really important games early on in the season, some games I know Coach Insel wanted to play against some national powers, and it's been so sporadic. It's just hard, I'm sure, for all schools to keep up with what's going on. But right now they're 4-0 in league play. That's the good news. It is, and uh, six straight wins is also pretty good news after – uh, three pretty tough losses in the first three games of the season. Games that, that Coach Ensel really believes we you know could have won with just a little bit of a break here or there. And uh, but some of those games that go right down to the wire, you know, it's uh, if you play well, I think you can you can accept uh, a loss. This team uh, brought back a lot of talent on the outside. Brought in another. Good player, uh, graduate transfer from Ole Miss, Deja Cage. So they uh, it lost a good one, but uh, perimeter was not going to be a problem. The, the hope was that uh, some of the bigger kids that uh, were signed would come in and, and play appreciable minutes. That's really not happened. Uh, he's playing with a fairly small lineup, but by gosh, they, they shoot the ball awfully well, and, and it's been successful. Yeah, they, they played – they shot the ball really well on this last road trip to, uh, to Florida International. And as as far as the big kids go, we've got we've got three freshmen, uh, six three or better, who have seen some minutes. I think the uh, young lady from Russia, uh, Koslova, has seen more playing time than, yeah. than the other two. But uh, th- they're all uh, coming along. You know, it's just going to take time to get them integrated into the system, and and so they'll know where they are supposed to be when. Uh, the offense is running, and uh, I think I think they all have a, a good deal of uh, possibilities to, to be good. Well, I, I think most of us look around and, and, and think that if we could just get some presence inside with some real size, especially on the defensive side, I think maybe more than offensive, because offensively we seem to be able to, to function pretty well. 
But defensively, it certainly helped to have some size in there and rebounding-wise and so forth. But uh, when you got really good basketball players, and that's what Coach Ensel likes to recruit, it seemed like most of those really good basketball players come from someplace within the state of Tennessee. I think all five starters that we have right now are Tennesseans. Am I right? Uh, with the exception of Deja Cage. She's, uh, she's okay. from Chicago, which is uh, close to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> By way of Ole Miss. <laughs> By way of Ole Miss. Well, Dick, uh, we, we, we want to talk about that and more. We certainly want to come back and talk a little bit to get your impression of last night's uh, championship football game and football season finally reached its finish line. The pros, uh, the Titans, have reached their finish line as well, and we've got to get into Middleton's men's basketball and a little bit about high school. We're going to go ahead and take our first break. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Leon Daniels, the host of The Truth Will Set You Free on WGNS every Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m., strongly recommends you contact the inspired men of God concerning the peril times in which we live. Check out the Beyond Today website for biblical understanding of today's events for a better biblical comprehension for today and beyond. We are blessed. One of the presenters lives in our community, Gary Petty, pastor of the local congregation. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive, but we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shops. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Here's what's coming up this week on WGNS Sports. On Tuesday, it's State Farm Prep Basketball as the Oakland Patriots host the Smyrna Bulldogs. Girls game will be at 6, boys game will follow pregame at 5.50 right here. Friday, it's Middle Tennessee Women's Basketball as they host Southern Miss 5.30 airtime here on News Radio WGNS. Now on WGNSRadio.com, we'll have Oakland at Riverdale State Farm Prep Basketball. We'll re-air that on Saturday afternoon after the Lady Raider game versus Southern Miss. And that'll be at 3.30 p.m. for the airtime of that game. So again, we'll re-air the Friday night Oakland at Riverdale games on Saturday for you as well. Prentice also feeding an air coach's corner hits the airwaves Saturday morning. 
All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk as we get into this segment with Dick Palmer, the old pro with me. Uh, Dick, we talked a little bit about the Lady Raiders. The, the, the men with Dick McDevitt have had the same issue, really probably more so as far as COVID's concerned, trying to keep their season put together. They uh, missed their first two conference games, came back last weekend, and after losing on Friday night, uh, came back on Saturday night with a, a much better performance. And uh, they're 1-1 one one in the league. And for those of us that follow the Raiders pretty close, it kind of gives us some hope that maybe this can be a pretty good season. Well, like most fans, and, and certainly I'm a fan, I uh, haven't been able to, uh, to see them really play in person yet. I have seen them at practice some. Uh, and what's impressed me about this year's team is that they are – so much improved defensively from uh, the team he, he had last year. Now, uh, I think like most everybody else, I watched the Ole Miss game uh, on television, and I thought they played exceptional defense against Ole Miss. They just got beat by, by a club that played better defense than they did that night and, and shot the ball pretty well. But I, I think on these last two games at home, with Florida uh, International, a team that was averaging almost 86 points a game. Uh, they held them down to uh, far below their their season scoring output and uh, probably could have won the game Friday night if they just shot a little better. They didn't – they shot – Funny very, how that works. <laughs> very poorly on Friday night. But then Saturday, less than 24 hours later, they came back and, and shot very well, played – the same type of defense and won the game. So. Dick, you and I have been around long enough to know that from day to day, 24 hours, a lot can change. We've seen a change at halftime, haven't we? Where a team wins the first half by 20 points and loses the second half by 21. The same set of players the same night uh, within an hour of each other. Uh, some of that just doesn't seem possible. But the old word momentum has a lot to do with that. Confidence has a lot to do with that and, and just uh, how it all goes. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it can work pretty strangely. Happens all the time, doesn't it? Uh, uh, Donovan Sims uh, was was hot on Saturday. He was cold on Friday, and and how does that work? I haven't figured that out yet. Well, it, we've been doing it for a long time, and it's not going to get completely figured out. I think it's called the human factor, human element. Uh, we're we're not machines, and and uh, some nights it just works, and some nights it doesn't work. That's kind of the way. It, heck, getting out of bed with me sometimes anymore kind of well, works the same way. Yeah, the men have to go to uh, Hattiesburg this weekend. And that will be a pretty good test for them because uh, that's always been a tough matchup for us. And I really uh, uh, I don't know how Southern Miss has been has been playing this year, but anytime you play them in Hattiesburg, it's going to be a tough game. As a fan, you've kind of alluded to this. It's it's difficult sometimes to stay connected to your team the way that you typically do because I have not seen them play and haven't seen them practice. Most most of our people out there listening are the same situation. And when you're that way and you know there's games going on but you're not able to see it uh, live, uh, as I say, it's it's sometimes hard to stay connected to the program the way that you need to. And I think that's going to be a moving forward going to be an issue that uh, schools are going to have to face. Yeah, and uh, even I get to uh, I get to attend the home games, of course, and and broadcast them. But I've not been able to go on the road yet 
And uh, so the, the broadcast of the road games have been done off a TV monitor. I think we've, we've done three of those now, and I still haven't gotten accustomed to it. But <laughs> at least we can uh, tell our people, tell our fans what's going on out there uh, as we see it. Well, I was going to ask that very question. How does that work when you're uh, broadcasting a game and you're not live? You, you get the, the feed, and uh, but but the thing that you, that I know a good broadcaster tries to do is paint the picture of the entire scene. And when you're staring at the monitor, you're getting one scene. That is the court itself. You're not That's getting right. the rest of it, and and it's hard to you can't watch the the sidelines. You can't watch the coaches the same way that you would typically. You certainly can't watch the fans. To take place. So, how hard has that been for you to adjust? It's been pretty difficult. Uh, you, you you can only do as 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 well as the pictures that they put up there for you, and for the most part, they've been okay. But uh, you do you do get to see some uh, some replays. But sometimes they run replays while the live action is going on, and that's you know that's that's what we try to to do is cover the live action. But uh, getting accustomed to players on the other team has probably been the most difficult thing for me because you're seeing them uh you know how players appear on television sure. you can't really read the the numbers that well so you have to kind of uh, go by their by their uh height or their body shape or their in case of girls their their hairdo and 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 uh the players on our team i have no trouble with because i've seen them for years but uh, players on the other team takes a while. You know, Dick. Three years ago, when Nick when Nick McDevitt took over, when Kermit Davis went to Ole Miss, and, and Ole Miss has done a, a good job. Kermit's done well there, but uh, because of the recruiting situation and so forth, Nick was left with a very slim roster for sure. Tried to build it up in, in year two and got it built up a little bit more. And this year, this year was hopefully going to be the year that he kind of had the the cupboard restocked. COVID has come in and kind of un, undone that. Uh, I know this past weekend they played with just nine kids on the on the bench. Yeah, they had five players uh, missing uh, for one reason or another, either COVID or contact tracing or, or whatever, and we hope to, that they'll be back this week uh, as they get ready to go to Hattiesburg. Well, as I say, it just, it's been one of those deals. That, uh, in year one, I think anyone that uh, really paid attention to the program and knew the situation gave coaches – a pass on year one for sure. There was just no way they were going to put that back together. I always said that it was going to be three years and this is year three, but uh, we, we still really haven't got to see his team on, no. on a full roster play. No. No coach has had a normal season for the last two years and three years counting this year. It has not been a normal campaign. And, you know, I don't see how you can – really look at a coach's one-loss record during these times and say, you know, good, bad, whatever. Uh, let, him have a, let him have a couple of normal seasons under his belt and let's see what, let's see what happens. But what do I mean by normal seasons? Play games when they're scheduled, not have to have players be tested uh, three times a week. Or, you know, have your players all together not social distanced out. Be able to get out on a, on a Sunday afternoon and, and go I, to Walmart. I have the utmost respect for for coaches trying to do their job in this in this type of uh, this type of situation. Uh, 
as well as other people, you know, uh, people in your in in your the school business, people in in retail, people in wholesale. Just everything's had to, had to change, and I'm hoping with the, with the advent of the vaccine, if we can get everybody vaccinated and uh, cut down on on the number of positive cases, that we can somehow. Re- return to some semblance of uh, order. But Dick, we saw in, in, in when football season ended, the uh, the number of schools that have made changes based upon directly the opposite of the kind of situation you talked about. They, the, the rubric doesn't change in many places that uh, if you don't win X number of football games or basketball games, it doesn't matter the difference, the reason. You may have a, a real, really solid reason for that, but Somebody else won ten games, so you should win ten games, or you should win nine, or you should win eight. And uh, it is difficult. And, and you talk about the, the normality of it all. Uh, just kids being able to do the normal things. I heard coming over here t- today that the Ole Miss, excuse me, the uh, Tennessee Vanderbilt game for tonight has been canceled because oh, I of that. did not know that. And uh, so when you find a, when you find out what eight hours, ten hours before the game's supposed to start that the game's been canceled. And I'm sure both will be looking for ways to find that a way to make that game up. They're supposed to play at Tennessee on Saturday. That game obviously is going to be in jeopardy. So it, it, when you pull the rug out from under, if that's the right word for it, your players and your coaches, it's really hard to to, to recognize that motivation can stay as consistent as you'd like for it to be. Yeah, it's not. It's not just a day-to-day business. It's an hour-to-hour business from uh, from a coach's point of view and. And, you know, when they walk into the office in the morning at, at 8 o'clock or what time, every time they go to work, they don't know what's going to happen, what's going to be uh, the situation of their team at 9 o'clock. I talked to uh, Jim Tolman last week, uh, our baseball coach, and uh, <laughs> I kind of uh, grinned when I asked him, Coach, how's your schedule coming? <laughs> he, said, he said, what day? <laughs> he said, it's changing daily. I'm sure, uh, but they they have come up with uh, at least some direction from the conference as to how they're going to play the conference schedule. We might get into that a little bit later on, but it's uh, scheduling is just uh, is just a nightmare. Before we leave this segment, I do want to get back to Lady Raiders. Uh, Anastasia Hayes is having a terrific year, leading the country. The last count I had in scoring, uh, it begins to beg the question where she might fit into the. The best players that Middle's ever had, and and uh, Middle obviously has had some really good ones, and she's just a junior, so she's got another year coming to come back with that. So she's got a lot of ways to, to build up on that legacy. She's an amazing little player, and, and when I say little, uh, she's probably five seven, uh, stretching it a little bit uh, at that, but is is amazing around the basket how she can yeah. uh, how, how she can get in there and get shots away against bigger people and. And how she can uh, maneuver to get open with two or three players guarding her. It's, it's, uh, she, she's just, uh, she's special. She's well, a as special I kind of alluded to back, it, that uh, one of the things that makes it difficult for her and any other perimeter player, really, when you don't have a dominant player inside that can score, it, it allows the defensive players on the other team to come out and play it a little tougher out on the perimeter than they might normally do because they don't have to really worry too much about doubling down on the inside. Which, so that makes all this all the better. Now, in her case, since she drives the ball so well in the lane, as you mentioned, maybe that does work to her advantage. Oh, well, it could be, yeah. Uh, because 
if they when they when they start surrounding her, there's other people open, and and not only is she a good shooter, she's an excellent passer, and and uh, sets up and uh, other players with with good shots. She's great uh, as an assist player. In fact, well, she's in the, among the league leaders in assists. The tough part about that, Dick, uh, that I'm talking about is the fact that it makes players like Aislinn, her sister, who's an awfully good player, they begin to fall into the background a little bit more because Anastasia's done such a terrific job. Yes, Aislinn kind of took Aislinn kind of took over uh, in the second half uh, the other night at uh, at Florida International. Anastasia was. She was not 100% when she came into the game. And, and uh, Aislinn kind of took up the slack. Anastasia finally finished with 28 points, which is her average. But Aislinn scored 29, and she just uh, she was just uh, supplied energy all over the court along with Courtney Whitson, who had an amazing game. I want to get back to that. We need to get the Chip Walters in the Blue Raider Inside Report. But I want to come back and, and ask you the question about who really is manning the inside post positions because you almost got five perimeter players out there most of the time. Let's take that break. We'll get Chip Walters with the Blue Raider Insider Report right after this. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. Disgruntled Workers Day. At this moment, I am a disgruntled worker. Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. Watching traffic build even more so here on 24 East coming over from Davidson County. Still looking good out here on the interstate as far as interstate wrecks, delays. Just busy, we would expect. 231 over the interstate here. A lot of that traffic headed back out towards Shelbyville. Hey, check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Prince's Hot Chicken. 5814 Nolensville Pie. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up brew, here's what you've been missing. I tip my cap to you, sir. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. Speaking of tipping our cat, tip our the Wake Up Pro. <laughs> Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. 
You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup, man, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. And it is time for Chip. Take over, Chipper. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk Blue Raider football. And story that came out late yesterday that a review by Middle Tennessee State University's Human Resources Chief into Blue Raider football's compliance with COVID-19 safety protocols found that head coach Rick Stockstall largely adhered to a plan that considered the health and safety of the players and staff. MTSU President Dr. Sidney McPhee directed the university's Assistant Vice President for Human Resources, Kathy Musselman, to examine the team's adherence to protocols after former offensive coordinator Tony Franklin uh, made known his concerns about the team's measures to protect athletes from coronavirus. Dr. McPhee said, I met with Coach Franklin, who shared with me his concerns about Coach Stockstall's commitment to our COVID-19 protocols. I take any such concern very seriously and, as such, directed Assistant Vice President Musselman to conduct a review, apart from athletics, of the football program's compliance. Musselman's review, which began on December 15th and was accepted by Dr. McPhee on January 11th, including interviews with Stockstall, Franklin, 12 other football staff members, including one former graduate assistant, two medical doctors involved in the operation of the team, and seven football players. Names of the players contacted for the review were kept confidential due to federal privacy laws, and statements provided by witnesses were not attributed to any particular individual. Musselman said everything was not perfect, but there was no evidence presented that supports the allegation that Coach Stockstall willfully disregarded the COVID-19 protocols put in place by the university. To the contrary, it appears that a considerable amount of time and effort went into planning and executing a plan that considered the health and safety of the players and staff members and allowed for the football season to move forward, close quote from Kathy Musselman. All right. The other football news of the weekend that uh, trickled over into the week is that Brent Stockstall is coming home. The former Blue Raider quarterback is the new Middle Tennessee wide receiver coach that was announced over the weekend. The young Stockstall spent the last two years in Florida working for Conference USA foe Florida Atlantic as an offensive player personnel assistant and this year at South Florida as an offensive quality control analyst. The uh, next up for the Blue Raiders will be the hiring of a new offensive coordinator replacing Tony Franklin who uh, resigned his position on January 1st. All right women's tennis 
Coach Teo Bailey Duvall and her staff announced a full slate of 22 matches for the 2021 season on Tuesday. Of course, the home matches played at the uh, Adams Tennis Complex. It all starts on January 30th with a showdown in Lexington with the University of Kentucky. The full schedule can be found on GoBlueRaiders.com. All right, here's the upcoming Conference USA weekend basketball schedule. On the men's side, Old Dominion at Rice, UAB at Charlotte, Marshall at Western Kentucky, UTSA at Louisiana Tech, UTEP at North Texas, and Middle Tennessee at Southern Mississippi. On the women's side, just flip it all over, Charlotte at UAB, FIU at Florida Atlantic, Rice at Old Dominion, Louisiana Tech at UTSA, Southern Miss at Middle Tennessee, North Texas at UTEP. The middle men are 1-1 one one in conference play. The Lady Raiders are 4-0. and oh. All right, that's it for this Tuesday. Another update for you coming tomorrow. And we appreciate Chip doing this for us every day. Uh, the Blue Raider Inside Report. We'll take a quick break and get back to Dick Palmer right after this. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. The next time you buy a cart full of groceries, make a car payment, or write that big mortgage check, ask yourself, what would my family do if I wasn't there to buy those groceries, make that payment, or write that check? If you didn't like the answer, ask me about life insurance and start getting some answers that you will like. Welcome to that place where doing it for them meets doing it today. Get started by contacting me, State Farm Agent Deb Insel, at 931-684-5274. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. All right, this portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Banks offices across the state of Tennessee, certainly here in Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer, I know, is aware that that uh, bank, I think, got its start out a part of the world that you lived in for a good while around Jackson area. Yeah, down in West Tennessee, Lexington is is their home base, and uh, they they recently acquired uh, Franklin Synergy Bank, and so all of those offices are now First Bank. I think they're busy replacing the signage on most of them. If you recall, Franklin Synergy Bank took over one of the banks here in Murfreesboro once upon a time, so they, they just kind of feast on each other, right? Yes, uh, it's, <laughs> that's the banking business. I, think. I guess that's true. Dick, before we went to Chip, I wanted to ask you about the structure of the Middle Tennessee offense. I, I typically would be able to tell you a little bit about that because I would have seen them play, but I have not. But as I see the, the line, five kids that typically can play on the outside – uh, are all in the line at the same time. So what does the offense kind of look like? Well, uh, right now, Courtney Whitson plays the five. That's the that's generally considered the, the post position. She's She plays the five, uh, but she can play, like Coach Ensel says, uh, any of these girls can play any position. So she goes outside a lot. In fact, she went outside and hit four straight threes yeah. in the fourth quarter uh, the other night to, to help us beat 
FIU, but she is uh, don't don't let her size fool you. She's listed at six feet, and she's generally outsized in in just about every game. But uh, she can handle herself inside, particularly in the rebounding. She does a great job boxing out, and has a nose for the ball. Uh, she had uh, career high. Uh, rebounds earlier in the season, and she had 15 Saturday, along with 20 points, which is her career-high scoring. Uh, but she is she has just got so much heart and is such a great teammate and is almost like uh, a, a coach uh, working with the other th- three post players who are all freshmen. Yeah. And she, she's just a sophomore, but she she works with those kids and tries to help them get better and and she knows that if uh, if they can get better and come in and help us, that'll that'll just help the team. So, uh, great teammate. This is a young team, uh, one senior that I'm aware of. And and uh, I mentioned off air to you that I had a chance to get yesterday just fiddle around on my computer and went into huddle and looked at some of the recruits coming in for next year. And the the young lady from White County, I, I know that's what prompted my uh, investigation. She had 15 threes. This past week, uh, scored 45 points, all from three-point line, and I went and, and watched it. That's the nice thing about these, th- this day and time. You can go to the computer and see most anything. Dick, she fired the ball from all points of that gymnasium, and not, not many of them were right there on the line. Several were five, six, eight feet behind the line. Well, that bodes well for us. Then, well, she, she can flat-out shoot it down. <laughs> I didn't get much of a taste for what else she might can do. And, and uh, so I went on to door number two, which was uh, – Young lady from Macon County, which is a very good program here in the state of Tennessee at right. single A. Uh, and, and she's the same way, bombs away from outside. So the three-point shooting team of Middle Tennessee is going to be added. The arsenal is going to be added, too, for next year, I think. Yeah, and the uh, young lady uh, coming in from Alabama, uh, they're very high on her. I think she has a chance to be as good or better as as, uh, as anybody they've brought in here lately. So we're uh, – but – only one senior on this year's team. That's Deja uh, Cage, who's uh, a grad transfer. Last year we only had one senior, sure. if you recall. Charity uh, was Charity Savage was was our only senior last year. So, so moving forward, Dick, what do you see with this basketball team? Well, you know, six straight wins, and we've got two home games this week, and you know we play pretty well at home. I, I, I just, uh, I just think we're going to continue to get to get better and hopefully uh, avoid a lot of the, the pitfalls of, of the COVID situation. That, uh, that's just something that's in the back of your mind all the time. Dick, after this break, I want to come back and talk a little bit of football. We got the national championship game last year, last night to talk about the, the Titans season ending. And, and I want to mention Brent Stocksell just a bit uh, being added to the coaching staff, all that on all sports talk right after this. Folks, I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. Join me every Friday for a new episode of my podcast exclusively on WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Watching traffic build even more so here on 24 East coming over from Davidson County. Still looking good out here on the interstate as far as interstate regs delays. Just busy, you would expect. 231 over the interstate here. A lot of that traffic headed back out towards Shelbyville. Hey, check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Prince's Hot Chicken. 5814 Nolensville Pie. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. 
When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. We're going to wrap things up with Dick Palmer. Uh, Dick, uh, last night, I don't know how much of the national championship game that you watched. If you watched much past the the halftime show, you didn't see much football. The first uh, what, 20 minutes, I guess, 25 minutes had some intrigue to it, but Alabama, my gosh, they just absolutely cold-cocked a very good Ohio State team. Yes, they did, and uh, they showed why they're number one, and, and somebody said they might be the best college football team ever. I don't know if I would go that far, but uh, I didn't see very many weaknesses. Uh, I was I was really happy to see the uh, – uh, the the kid from Blackman, Master Teague, yes. had a lot of playing time for Ohio State, and I thought he played very he, well he after did. having it, set out. The that last was not the games. problem. Would you agree? No, that was not the problem for them. Uh, I made it until the first Alabama possession after halftime when they kicked a field goal and went up by twenty one. I figured, well, you know, I think they may have have this game uh, salted down. So. I didn't see any more after that. And there's probably no no end to the the, the uh, Alabama era as long as Nick Saban's around it. It appears to me he, they're going to be there year after year after year because they just keep adding five-star recruiting classes year in and year out. Yep. that's uh, You get the program going and you just uh, reload every year. Titans on sa- Sunday, uh, you're grimacing. It's a hard game to watch. <laughs> it, uh, uh, it, it really was an odd game for Titans fans to watch because – Defensively, that was thought to be the problem, and on Saturday, that was not the problem as much as nearly the offense just could not find a way to get going. And, and to think of Derrick Henry, longest run of the game being eight yards, and I think they said 15 of his 18 carries were four yards or less. That's just hard to imagine. It is, and Baltimore played it, played it to stop Henry. That's the way they played it. I mean, they had nine men in the box uh, just about every running situation that uh that the titans had and 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 sure enough they were able to close every hole there weren't any open windows for for henry to run in and offensively uh, you know we i just i just thought the titans were not as sharp as they had been in 
in recent games. The, the passing game was not as good. Uh, Corey Davis, he didn't even show up. I don't know what the deal was. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not sure any of us know for sure what happened that last quarter when he didn't play. I, I'm not I'm not sure he was hurt as much as he was just in the doghouse. Now, you know, he had a drop earlier, and I don't know if that uh, was correlated to that or not, but it just – it just was a thing where we couldn't get anything going after after the first two possessions. I thought everything was fine. It was ten to nothing, and and uh, then we didn't do anything after that. In the Tannehill era, which is after Game Six of last year through th- this season, it, it appeared to all of us that when the running game got shut down, that meant that opportunities were open in the passing game. That Tannehill has always been able to take advantage of. They weren't able to do that as well. They just. Uh, I can't remember the numbers, but I think it's something like 106 yards total offense in the last three quarters. Yeah, the protection broke. Protection was not as good as it as it could have been or has been. They've got some they've they've got some holes to fill next year. They they've got some free agents who are obviously going to be going elsewhere. So I think it's it's a very key off season for the Titans uh, front office to to really. Uh, fill some of those holes, and they've got their key players coming back, but uh, some of the some of the others role players are going to be missing, and uh, they just they just need to do a lot of a lot of work. Well, you saved way into the last thing. We've got just about a minute left over to talk about Brent Stockstill coming back as an assistant coach for Middle Tennessee. The off season, I think that's a, a positive thing. It, it certainly gives some of us some some juice. I do think he's got a chance to be a good recruiter. We always thought when he's on the field, Dick, that he was going to be a good coach one of these days, and he's going to get a chance to find out. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Uh, my eyes kind of lit up when I when I saw that headline, and uh, kudos uh, to uh, the coaching staff over there for for bringing him back. He's he's going to do nothing but help us in the future, and as you say, I think he'll be a great recruiter for Middle Tennessee. Interesting that. Uh, Offensive coordinator hire has got to come about here fairly soon. I hear Joe Craddock's name mentioned in reference. Is to that, that right? And yeah. Joe has been where? Because I've, uh, I've, I know he's been at, in the coaching uh, system. He's been at Arkansas and SMU, and last year he was at UAB. For those that may not remember Joe Craddock, that name rings a bell. He's also a quarterback from Middleton at Middle Tennessee. About yes. what eight ten years ago? Is that yeah, that about right? native native of Alabama had a had a good career here as as quarterback, and he's been in the coaching business for pretty good while now my gosh let's just bring it all <laughs> all varsity <laughs> alumni group back to coach over there what do you there think you go yeah might not be too bad well dick i appreciate you coming in we've got high school basketball coming up uh right here on wgns radio and i advise you all season long just pay attention to the schedule because things can change pretty quickly as, as coach earl always says stay tuned <laughs> stay tuned for what's taking place <laughs> dick palmer thank you so much for being here that's going to wrap it up today for all sports talk monty hale will be here tomorrow thanks for listening All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.